Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Right before Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave his disciples the Great Commission, promising them the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1 verse 8, Jesus said, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. With the Holy Spirit as your teacher, Jared Lasky developed a new Bible study journaling system that is sure to equip you in your adventure with God. The Spirit Empowered Journal offers life-changing steps that will enhance your biblical studies. This journal will not only help you know how God spoke in the scripture, but also what he is speaking to you now. This is an incredible approach to Bible study, empowering your spiritual journey. Your relationship with the Holy Spirit and understanding of the scriptures will increase as you use the Spirit-Empowered Journal. Buy your paperback copy on Amazon.com or FirebornMinistries.com. Hey guys, welcome to another Adventure in Prophecy. We've got a great episode lined up for you. We're going to be talking about all things prophetic, all things Jesus, intimacy with Jesus. Uh, I want you guys to know that this is from Fireborn Ministries, and we are developing spirit-filled content for you. We've got some incredible things taking place. We've got a free e-course on the baptism with the Holy Spirit currently available on charismacourses.com. I believe in the wonderful power, love, ministry of the Holy Spirit. When he filled me, it changed my life. And I've seen thousands of people receive the precious baptism with the Holy Spirit. So that is why I've got the free e-course, Baptism with the Holy Spirit on Charisma Courses. Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for that because this is just in time for Pentecost. It's right around the corner. Pentecost 2020, I believe, is a new sh- shift into the new thing of God. Uh, I don't have enough time to unpack what I believe that is, but please feel free to register on the Baptism of the Holy Spirit e-course. We've got other resources for you. We've got the Spirit Empowered Journal. We've even got another e-course on fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And so get that on my website, firebornministries.com. However, it's only $17 right now, but Charisma may be picking it up. So please feel free to register for that now. But without further ado, I am so excited for my friend, Brian Britton. He's been a revivalist. He's been in the ministry for years. Uh, he's the director of Harvest Family Network and of I- and he's part of Iris Global with Roland and Heidi Baker. He's he's traveled the world. He's He's been on numerous overseas missions and incredible work of God is going and flowing through him right now in in Brazil. He's currently here in the States and he is our special guest right now on Adventures in Prophecy. Welcome, Brian Britton. Hey, Jared. It's so good to be here. Thanks so much for having me. 
Hey, man, it's my pleasure, my pleasure to serve. So, Brian, I think everybody who is watching now may notice we are wearing the same shirt. Yeah, it's one spirit, man. <laughs> it's it, it's prophetic. It is prophetic. We didn't coordinate this, but this is God. I believe it. Yes. We, we listen to the same wonderful Holy Spirit. So, Brian, this is Adventures in Prophecy. We love to hear about all things prophetic. You do move in the apostolic ministry, the apostolic office. So I honor you for that, that calling and even that sacrifice and that anointing and authority that's on your life. But um, as, as we learn about the prophetic on adventures and prophecy, how does God speak to you? Well, you know, uh, I, I'm so thankful that God speaks with us. I believe one of the, the great promises of the good news of Jesus is, you know, that he is with us. So. It's his great promise to us. He's Emmanuel. And, uh, and he speaks to me, of course, through the leading of the Holy Spirit as we read his word, uh, as we spend time in prayer in the secret place. I think that is the, the most important way to, to learn to hear the voice of God, to, to get acquainted with the verse of God in the word and in the secret place. And uh, so, uh, but God speaks to me through dreams, visions, uh, uh, words of uh, wisdom a lot, you know, knowledge, those uh, revelation gifts. So, uh, but, I, but I've always, uh, I've always received dreams from God. And I've noticed mm. that whenever I ask God for dreams, uh, it seems that he gives me more. The Bible says, ask and you shall receive. So that makes right. total sense in the kingdom. Uh, but that's one powerful way that God's always spoken to me. But I try to, that's still small voice that's inside of us because he's, he, he's in here. So this is where he speaks, you know, most of the time. I love it. Yeah. And he speaks to me through dreams and dream interpretation has just become natural. It's been a process since, you know, God was speaking to me at about 12 or 13 and it took a a few years, you know, my teenage years, I wasn't serving the Lord like I should have been, but about 18, he got hold of my life and then dream interpretation just flowed naturally. So um, how, how, how is it that you started learning how to identify that what dreams are from God and then how to interpret those dreams. Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess, uh, I, I was very familiar, uh, with hearing stories like my mom would get dreams when I was young and her dreams were kind of significant. So I kind of always had this idea, uh, that, uh, you know, she didn't call them prophetic dreams, but, but, I, but we kind of knew that's what it was. So I, I was always really open to that. And then when I got filled with the Holy spirit, I, I came across some materials, especially by uh, John Paul Jackson. Some of his stuff was, was really great. Uh, understanding dreams and visions, hearing the voice of God. That stuff really helped me a lot. Uh, James Gull has some resources out there, others that are really great. Uh, but I think the most important thing is, is when God gives you a dream, you know, write it down and seek out the answers. And if God knows that you're going to seek out the answers that way, you know, he'll speak to you that way. Amen. I love it. Yeah, he's recently been speaking quite a bit to my bride. Uh, you know, I've been prophetic all these years and I want to say I, ha- I didn't step into maturity until uh, real recently as I became more comfortable in my own skin. Uh, but now my wife, she's been having a lot of dreams and, you know, sometimes God uses me to interpret those. I believe that revival and relationship with Jesus starts in the home. That's so, cool. Please encourage, I encourage everyone, prophesy over your spouses, prophesy over your kids, interpret yeah. dreams, uh, 
uh, steward the atmosphere of heaven in your home. But my wife, amazing how God has gifted her recently, even to interpret them as, um, yeah, it's just just in the last couple of years or so. That's that's exciting. But so what are some ways that God has led you or spoken to you prophetically into ministry? Oh, well, I when I first uh, I was a seminary student at Regent University uh, in the early 2000s, 2001, 2002, 2003. It's where I met my wife. My wife uh, came from Russia uh, to go to school there. She's baptized in the spirit a lot longer than I was. I got filled with the spirit right before I went to seminary. And uh, when I was there, I was in a meeting with a kind of a a prophet who ministered in our region a lot, who was uh, a part of a Christian international ministries. I remember this man. And uh, he said in the meeting, he says, there's somebody here tonight. And when you go home tonight, you're going to go to sleep and God's going to, you're going to have an encounter in a dream tonight where you're going to receive an impartation. Uh, What? talking about here tonight. So, and sure enough, I got, I didn't get much in the meeting. I got some prophetic word that I didn't understand. And I went, I went home, I went to sleep and I, I walked out of the, the meeting was in the moot courtroom at, at Regent University in the law school there. I walked out into the hallway, just like I did in the natural that night. I shook the man's hand, but this time when I shook that hand in the dream, I received this joy. It was like I got hit by lightning and I believe I, I received this impartation uh, prophetic ministry from him in a dream. So wow, a, a crazy thing that happened early on that I've never forgotten. Yeah, I love that. Can you unpack impartation? Uh, I know that that could be a, a very diverse study, a very deep study, but could you um, kind of unpack what impartation means for you biblically? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, Paul talks about uh, gifts that we receive through the laying on of hands. And I believe very much in that. Of course, I know that we are we receive uh, the Holy Spirit when we're baptized with the Holy Spirit, and I believe that's a, a feeling we get all the time. But I I know that that is the biblical reference that I have for it is when Paul talks about it in Scripture, and I've seen it in my life. It's it's an experience that I have in my life that I know to be real. As I have, uh, it's almost like uh, when people uh, who flow in certain types of anointings and things like that, when they lay hands on you. Uh, it's like you receive from that anointing that they have upon their life, that God's entrusted to them uh, to walk in it, to steward it, and to, and to release it to the body of Christ. Uh, Randy Clark has some great teachings on, on, on uh, impartation, I think, are, are wonderful. Will, Will Hart as well. Good stuff. Awesome. I love that. You'd mentioned earlier how God speaks to you, and especially through dreams and, and things like that. You know, signs and wonders, Acts chapter 2, verses 3, well... Yeah, Acts 2.17, Joel 2.28 to 39. You know, the Holy Spirit is poured out in, in the last days and signs, wonders, visions, prophecies, dreams uh, for all ages. Um, how do you equip people to hear God in this hour? Yeah, you know, I, I'm blessed to, uh, to teach in a lot of different ministry schools and mission schools, you know, around the world. I tell people, number one, spend uh, lots of time in the presence. You know, I think... You know, our, our mothers tell us when we're young, you know, you become like who you hang around. And I, we need right. to spend Jesus. We need to be with him. If we're going to be his disciples and, and walk like he walked, live like he lived, then we need to walk with him. You know, Jesus said, follow me. So spend extreme amounts of time in the presence of God. I, I always say to people, if you want to see God move in supernatural ways, 
spend a supernatural amount of time with him, like just a radical amount, just go after him, uh, be a God chaser. You know, that's one of the first books I read when I was filled with the Holy Spirit, God chaser yeah. many, many years ago. But, but I believe that uh, practicing the presence of God all the time, bringing him in to your moments, to your day. Uh, yes, we set apart special times to, to meet with him, but, but learning to bring him into your now constantly every, every moment of the day, you know, I, I think that it's very, very important. And, and it's just like, uh, you, you learn, like when you got married to your wife, you, you learned about her by being intimate with her, by being with her every day. And when people have been married for a long time, I mean, you can finish each other's sentences. You know what they're thinking when they yeah. see something on TV or, or in the street. You know what they're going to say about it because you know them. And it's the same thing with the Lord. We just spend lots of time in His presence. I watch Him operate. I, you know, I see what He's doing. I hear what He's saying. And uh, so you don't have to have... So when you come across a situation where, where something needs to happen, you don't really have to always have a prayer meeting about what to do. You know what to do because you've been walking with Him every day. I love it. You'd mentioned, and, I, and I, this just reminded me of a true story that happened recently about how you could finish one another's sentences, you know, when you're close to, especially to your spouse. Uh, you know, I, I've done some ride sharing, you know, there's a ride share, it's a side hustle, you know, make a little extra income. And I listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit to see how much, you know, what he has for people, you know, practicing the presence while I'm working, doing the ride share. And I picked up a young lady one night, from a school and I, I felt impressed. I needed to ask a question if she had a, this, she was very close to her sister and she's like, actually, yes. And I said, well, the Holy spirit is blessing that relationship with your sister because you and her uh, can talk to each other. And then she finished it about anything. And then I said, yes. And he, he's, he, he's, also drawing you closer to one another to the point where you can fit. And then she finishes, finishes each other's sentences. Very prophetic moment. She is greatly encouraged, but I also knew that she was about to finish a degree program, but it wasn't exactly what she'd wanted to do, but instead she was gifted in, in more computers type skills, but she wanted to finish the degree and go home. Uh, but I said, I said, Jesus loves you. He doesn't want you to surrender your dreams. Your dream isn't your degree, but your dream is here, and he will open the doors for that in the, in the near future. So it's a very encouraging uh, story. Yeah. Yes. So when you say when you go out in public, and how do you practice hearing God's voice or prophesying over people? Uh, yeah, you know, well, uh, sometimes uh, God will uh, I'll, I'll seek God before meetings. Like, you know, depending on the, the situation and God will give me uh, uh, words before I go into a service about the place. Sometimes that happens. But, you know, most of the time for me, most of the time for me at the end of uh, meetings, I'll just begin to pray for people. And honestly, most of the time, I don't know what I want to say to them when I start praying for them. I just start blessing them. And I tell people to do this all the time. It's kind of a, a prophetic activation I always use to go back to a previous question you asked. And just start praying for someone, blessing them. And at a certain moment, he takes over. You know, the Bible tells us to, to open our mouth and he will fill it. So I'll mm. start blessing someone. I'm like, Lord, thank you for your son. Thank you for your daughter. I'll say some basic blessings over their life. And then at a certain moment, he just takes over. And it's not coming from me anymore. I know it's not. 
it's coming from him. And usually for me, you know, that's the way it happens. Also, you know, uh, you get words of wisdom and words of knowledge and, and things like that. But primarily, that's how I operate. I just start praying for people or talking to people in conversation, and then he just takes over. I love it. It just bubbles up. If open your mouth and I would fill it. Yes. I love that. I, I know that God speaks to us in many different ways, but um, even, uh, you know, I went through a, a school of prophecy some years ago and they taught us use a scripture you know, open your mouth, quote a scripture, and then see where the Holy Spirit takes us. Like that's one of obviously many ways that we can begin to prophesy. But um, how have you seen, you prophesied over numerous people uh, in, in your ministry. How have you seen some of your prophetic words fulfilled? Yeah, well, a, a lot of them for me is uh, I teach a lot, especially in Brazil now, but I do it all over the world, but I teach in a lot of ministry and mission schools, Passion for Jesus schools, uh, revival schools, things of that nature. So there's a lot of young people. And uh, so I get to prophesy over a lot of these people. And, uh, yeah, and I, and I love that. I love, uh, I love to encourage to speak destiny. And it's a big part in commission. It's a big part of my ministry. So a big part of what I do is I, I commission and uh, I hear stories. I hear students coming back every year uh, of, of how they've been impacted and how the words that I've given them have helped set them on, on course. And, and I remember when I first got, uh, I, that night at Regent University many years ago, I saw that man ministering and he had a word for everyone. And I had never seen anyone have a word for everyone before. You know, I had never seen that. I was young in the spirit. And I remember thinking, I don't even know if I believe this is possible. Like, how can this guy have a word for everyone? And the Lord spoke to me and said, of course I have a word for, you have to look past him. This is about me. You know, he's my vessel. Of course, I have a word for each of my children. And, uh, and, and people will say sometimes, well, why do I need someone else to give me a word? And, and why can't God just tell me myself? And he does tell us things. He tells things to his sons and daughters. But I always tell people it's like this. It's like uh, if you were a business owner, you bring in a consultant to your business. It, it just brings a different set of eyes from the outside. They're going to you know, see some things from a different perspective. And it's a lot like that in prophetic. And God will speak something through them that sometimes we don't want to hear. Sometimes we can't hear for whatever reason. And that happens a lot. But I hear a lot of that from the students that I speak to. Uh, for for me, a lot of them, it's you're going to, to the nations or you're going to be a, a youth pastor or this or that, things like that. But, uh, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. I love it. Yeah. So I've seen some pictures of you praying in some congressional places, um, locally or even state. Uh, I'm not, and I and I know that you travel the world. Uh, you you've been to Africa. You're in Brazil quite a bit. Uh, I'm not sure where how many nations you've been to, but how has God opened doors for you to pray over government officials and dignitaries? Yeah, you know that's interesting. It's something that's always kind of been a part of our ministry since the early, I started around 2002, and I, I went to Nigeria when they were experiencing a very powerful move of God, a revival there, and uh, excuse me, my second year there, I got invited, we were doing a healing meeting, and a lady's yeah. back got healed, her husband was in the cabinet of the president, President Obasanjo of Nigeria, which was crazy, and, and the guy makes a phone call, and the next day I'm in a meeting you know, in the president's house, uh, in a church service, in the president of Nigeria's house, I get to be there. A week later, 
the Queen of England's like sitting in the same chair I was the week before. It's just crazy, but it's always happened. And uh, this is my wife, Valerie, right here. Hey, Valerie. Beautiful wife, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I've had good relations. I pray for our, our leaders in office. I think that's something that we're all supposed to do. And we invited yeah. our local congressman to our church maybe seven or eight years ago, and he came, and he worshiped with us, and, and uh, he's still in office today. Uh, Representative uh, Rob Whitman, great guy here in Virginia. And uh, so uh, he invited me. There was an opening to open a house, a joint house session a couple years ago. I got to bring my whole family. We got to pray to open up a session of Congress. Uh, honestly, every other place that I go, what I do is I tell people I've done it before and I just knock on the door. And, you know, if we knock on the doors, I believe a lot of times those doors will be open. Like people say, how did you get to pray with this person or that person? I said, I sent them an email, you know, and I went, they said yes. So that's kind of, I know that sounds really simple, but that's kind of how it's worked out. But I believe like a child, if we can get in there, if we can get our hands on them, if we can, if we can speak, you know, the Holy Spirit can set some things into motion. And I've seen it happen all over the world. Man. I love it. I yeah. love it. Uh, can you share some stories uh, about uh, other things that you've seen God do, whether it's through the prophetic or other signs and wonders and miracles, like especially about Brazil? I've never been. What is God doing there through you? Man, I'm going to tell you what he's doing it through us and through everyone there is uh, Brazil is on fire. I'll tell you, you know, uh, I, I first went there back in 2002 or three. Uh, there was a great move of God that was happening there back then. And what I saw in Nigeria back then, what I saw in Brazil back then, it wrecked me. Like your ministry is called Fireborn. I mean, I was born in those fires. And so I can't go back to like normal, like normal anything anymore. <laughs> you know, so uh, I've, I've seen it. But right now in Brazil, there's a great move of God happening, especially among young adults, ages um, 18 to 35, uh, where there's just such a hunger. There's such a passion. You know, they, they love to worship and it just attracts the glory and the presence of God. And there's uh, right before this uh, crazy lockdown happened all over the world. You know, we had a series of uh, uh, meetings, powerful meetings in Brazil. Uh, one was in uh, I was a part of was in a arena in uh, Brasilia. I uh, know in Belo Horizonte, Brazil, with 20,000 people. You know, Heidi Baker wow. was there and uh, uh, some other folks. And then we had, of course, the send which was three different stadiums in one day, 140 some thousand, mostly young people. The average age, I think, was like 19 of the people in the th three different stadiums. In a, but there is a, yeah. there's been miracles have been happening there for many years. Randy Clark's been going for many, many years down there and having great success. But there's something happening there now. What's distinguishing it is the fire of God, an outpouring of the fire of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I, I know another way, to, no other way to describe it is that, you know, they're burning and, and God's given me a vision to, to see a million burning ones raised up. And I want to see a million missionaries uh, coming out of Brazil to the nations of the earth. And, 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 we're, and we're seeing it begin to happen. And how, how are you or what strategy, if you don't mind my asking, has God given you to do this, to accomplish this? Yeah, well, one of the ways that he's given me is to uh, there's there's this move these movements on the streets of Brazil that are rising up, uh, young people doing worship and evangelism, like in city centers outside. But every major city of Brazil, there's young people worshiping and doing evangelism 
on the streets. And uh, so the God's told me to go and to champion these guys, to stand uh, behind them, to encourage them. So that's kind of what I do. Uh, one of my unique roles is kind of like as a father, uh, as a papa, there's a lot of young ministers, people who are being birthed in this revival. They don't have, they don't have fathers. And I'm talking about fathers in the natural or spiritual father. So there's a great need for that. So I think something that God's given me uniquely is to be that for them. And I just make myself available. I cheer them on. I empower them and disciple them and, and just uh, get behind them. And, uh, and they do the rest. Uh, like Kind of like with Iris Global, someone asked Heidi and Roland years ago, like, how, do you, how did you guys plant 5,000 churches in this unreached people group? And they're right. like, we plant a church and then we would just leave and we'd come back and there'd be 10 more. And this just, it's a divine sovereign move of God. You know? I love it. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to someone who's watching right now on Twitch. Electron Fever, man, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Thanks for watching. This is Brian Britton and Jared Lasky here, Adventures in Prophecy, uh, just spreading the love of Jesus. So you'd mentioned, Brian, back to you, about being a spiritual father. What was the process for you of becoming an apostolic father, overseeing your own network? Yeah, you know, I think I found out I was kind of, you know, and I know we have, you know, we have one father, you know, uh, he's a good father, <laughs> but we do need guidance and that in our life. And I, I have been in ministry for quite a while. I was traveling around. I, I met a lot as I was traveling around the States, especially preaching. I met a lot of uh, guys my age and even older who who never had anyone as like a father figure in their, their life spiritually. Uh, so uh, I met a lot of guys like that. They joined every apostolic network in the world, hoping to find that real thing and just was ne were never satisfied. And, and, you know, so that is something that I longed for as well. You know, and I, I was the same type of guy. I joined a lot of different networks and things like that. And it was never what I wanted. But I was blessed. I got connected with with Heidi and Roland and a guy named Mel Tari, who's kind of like their spiritual father and old revivalist from Indonesia, a great guy. And they really, uh, they wow. taught me, they taught me uh, how to be a son, you know. I, I didn't know it, but I was an orphan running around the world as a spiritual orphan. I didn't know. I was messing some stuff up because I was thinking like an orphan, you know, not like a son. And they really taught me how to be a son how to just sit, receive, be a part of the family. You're in the family. You don't have to impress anybody. We're here behind you. We're going to support you. And uh, so I had, I learned to be a son. And then something happened around the time I turned 40-ish. I'm 48 now. But something happened around that time where God just started breaking my heart for this generation. And I would sit down with someone who was kind of like in that relationship with me as a son or daughter and if I would have coffee with them, I'd just start crying. Like I look at them, I just feel pride. I feel, oh, I just see who they can be in Christ. And God did something in my heart. It was a process because I, you know, I, I started in ministry when I was 30. It took a good 10 years before I got to that point. And, uh, and now, uh, I don't know, once I embraced that, it just began to happen. And God asked me in the secret place a couple of years ago, if I would give my life for this generation in Brazil. And I, and I said, yeah. And then when I said it publicly, when I was preaching one night down there in Brazil, it's like something happened. It's like, I spoke it and it just started to happen. And now we have, um, I have this heart, the Holy spirit, you know, in scripture is called the spirit of adoption. 
Uh, and uh, he's given me this heart. If I see a, a pastor or a leader who, who looks like they need some family, you know, I, I just, my heart goes to him and I just adopt him and bring him in and just begin to encourage them however they need. Some need more, you know, some just need to know somebody's there. You know, I tell a lot of these uh, folks who are part of our network, I'm like, hey, you know, when, when you're grown and you've got your own family, sometimes it's good as if your dad's not living in the house with you, that he's a couple hundred miles away, but he's always there. You can call him, but he's not right in your house all the time, you know, right. so it just kind of naturally happened. I love it. I love it. it. You know, everybody's got some very unique stories and processes, you know, but uh, through it all, like what I'm hearing from you is it's all from intimacy with Jesus. Absolutely. Whether you're going through the fire of God, signs and wonders are taking place. I mean, you'd mentioned, uh, you said Mel Torrey. Mel Torrey, uh, yeah. I, I'd read stories true stories of what God did through his ministry back in Bible college, my Bible college days. Yes. Yeah, man. He's, so that, he, I've been able to travel around the world with him. And, uh, you know, I want to tell you this, like we've seen every, cause I want to encourage the, the leaders in the West. You know, I've seen every kind of miracle you can think of right here in the United States, not just in Mozambique, you know, not just in Brazil, but in our local church in the state of Virginia and places I travel around and preach in regularly, you know, we've seen people get out of wheelchairs. We've seen heart surgeries canceled. We've seen people healed of cancer. You know, we've seen scars vanish from people's bodies, sores yeah. wash off of people when they're in the shower and they bring back pictures. You know, we've seen pretty much everything you could think of, even people raised from the dead. So I want to encourage the pastors in the West who have been taught that that stuff doesn't happen here uh, to go for it. Send me a message. I'll, I'll encourage you, you know, anything that I can do, uh, because these are the greatest days of harvest. I believe that with all my heart. Awesome. Awesome. So, Brian, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in Prophecy. If anybody has questions or they want more information, um, what is the best way for them to get a hold of you? Oh, yeah. Well, I am definitely and I encourage other church leaders to be the same way. I'm not hiding. So if you want to get in touch with, with me, you can uh, uh, you can email me at Britton, that's B-R-I-T-T-O-N, eagle72 at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram, Brian Britton 111 uh, Facebook, yep. Brian Britton. So uh, please uh, get in touch with me. Send me a message. We're together. Right. And uh, we were talking about the real dead rising from the dead. We're talking about signs and wonders, but it's all from intimacy with Jesus. Anybody who's watching now, watching later, or even listening to the podcast, it's all from intimacy with Jesus. Right now, get heaven into you. When we give our life to Jesus, it's not a free ticket into heaven. It's actually a way to get heaven into you so that everywhere you go, you bring heaven to earth, fulfilling the Lord's prayer. Amen. Yeah. Hey, Brian, thank you so much for being part of Adventures in Prophecy. Hey, we're going to be doing this sometime again soon. So, hey, thank you uh, so much for your time. I appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure. My pleasure to serve. You be blessed in Jesus' name. All right. You too, brother. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation in Adventures in the Spirit. We hope that Adventures in the Spirit encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. 
subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Exclude stacks. Must be opted into rewards. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.